This young man has a sorrowful look on his face, as he cannot walk, and is wheelchair-bound at the tender age of just sixteen. A severe influx of muscle spasms have forced Master Onyekachi into a wheelchair, as he cannot walk, putting his everyday activities like walking, going to school, and moving around to a complete standstill. His parents have brought him to the Synagogue Church of All Nations to put an end to his plight and bring restoration to his body, which suffers muscle spasms so severe they were squeezing his body out of normal shape and obstructing his limbs' natural use. But as believers, our situations are not unto death, but for the glory of God. As you will see in Master Onyekachi's case, he has been placed at the prayer line and eagerly awaits the prayer of Prophet T.B. Joshua. The medical report here states his diagnosis. Let's listen as his mother explains more about her son's case. Help me because my son cannot walk. Cannot go to school. Man of God, help me. Man of God, help me. We have been carrying about... But today, I know that you do it in the name of Jesus. Man of God, help me. Cannot go to school. Man of God, help me. Prophet T.B. Joshua steps on the scene and prays for Onyekachi at the Holy Spirit's instruction in Jesus' name. Instantly, his legs lift up in response to the Spirit-filled prayer. This spiritual operation is redeeming and replacing every damaged muscle in Onyekachi's body. Man of God, help me. Help me, let this, my son walk again. Let him follow his mate and go back to school. Even his hands had been distorted by the muscle spasms that had put Onyekachi on a wheelchair. When the power of God is present, healing is just like breathing. The brother is about to get to his feet. Oh, this is wonderful. Thank you, Jesus. Now healed, Master Onyekachi walks wheelchair-free, waving his hands overjoyed at the greatness of God that healed him of inability to walk instantaneously. My name is Bernard Agudosi. Uh, this is my son and this is my wife. And in fact, today I've been a lost day. My son has been going under a very serious problem. He cannot walk. And his problem started right from the school when he was at a boarding school. He's at SS2. So I thank God that has made it a day today for us to rejoice because now he can walk and you can see that God has answered our prayer. My name is Onyekachi Agudosi and this is my dad and my mom. I cannot walk. I can't go to school again. I've been staying at home like I've lost hope in this world. Right now, as you all can see, I can walk. Shall we clap for wonderful Jesus? I thank God I can walk now. Wow. 
The Lord is good. The Lord is good. And all the time. You can see the face when he came to the synagogue church of all nations, confined to the witches at the age of 16. But look at him today. If you believe that the Lord is good, put your hands together beautifully for the miracle working God. <laughs> Introduce yourself first and tell us why you're crying before you go into the reason why you're here. Just, this is God. looking at the video again, I can't even hold it, like I feel joy. Alright. Brother is highly emotional. His tears of joy. Looking at himself when he was 16 years old, confined to the wheelchair with the hands and fingers, the legs numbed, as you can see on the wheelchair, and today he's hale and hearty. My name is Mr. Onyekachi Agudosi. On my left is my mom, Mrs. Grace Agudosi, and my dad, Mr. Bernard Agudosi, and my very good friend, Lucky Ozoma. It started over a little over 2004. I was in the boarding house in Niger State, and I was an A student, and it was a boarding school at the northern part of Nigeria, so, all of a sudden, I started having all this difficulty. I was, I was losing appetite. I wasn't eating. And I, I, I keep on saying to my friend that I feel weak. For some reason, I don't know. I'm, I'm a healthy kid, you know, going to school as every other student out there. And he keeps saying to me, am I sure I'm okay? I said, I'm, I'm not sure. I feel weak. I was now exempting myself from school activities. I was missing out in classes because I couldn't get off of my, because it's a bunk. We sleep in bunks over there in the school. So my school father would tell me, go to the school clinic, which I will. They'll you know, give me drugs and, and everything they give to me. So I was taking those drugs and medications. It wasn't still working. So I, I said, you know what? I, I went to my guardian. His name is Mr. Gandhu then. I said, please, I need to put a call to my father, my mother in Lagos to let them know the situation of things in school here. So they did. After they did that, I was able to, I was fortunate to speak to my dad. I laid the complaint to my dad. Like, I said, Dad, I'm not well. I feel weak. Every blessed day I'm deteriorating and I'm losing appetite. I'm not eating properly. I'm missing out in school activities. I think I need more than the medication the school is offering me here. So my dad said, okay, he will put a note to the commandant and see how they can exempt me and bring me back to Lagos. All of a sudden, a couple weeks after that, now I couldn't work anymore. My friend schooled me, so he had to back me to the park. A boy that left Lagos walking was not being brought back in stretchers. When I got to Lagos, my mom busted in tears, saying, this is not my son. I said, mom, it's me, oh. I've been calling. 
I've been calling. This is how the situation of things is now. So the family broke loose. And even before my, my, when my friend took me to the park, he backed me. All of a sudden, after a week, his own father called, saying, ah, him is having a leg problem too. Ah. I said, ah, is, he, is it what they sent to me as a friend because he backed me to the park? That means they wanted me to just be in that place and just die. And anybody that laid their hands and tried to help, they, they would just transfer to the person. So I said, well, since you just started, maybe yours is just a minor case. We got to Lagos. I'm now in Lagos. We started going to different hospitals. I bought all the x-rays. Then I still have them now. All the doctors that do x-ray, they'll say, wow, they cannot find anything. The bones are OK. The bones are fine. But we cannot spot whatever is wrong. Maybe it's a neural problem or a nerve problem. Every medical terms in this life I've had, they will tell me one thing. I'll move to a different hospital. Every blessed day, we're moving from one place to another. And as, well, as I wake up in the morning, every morning, I get worsen to the extent that I could not even hold a spoon. I couldn't even write. I couldn't even hold a pen anymore. Someone that used to be bright in class and I can copy notes from now to tomorrow. I could not hold a pen. I could not hold spoons. I love eating ever with my hands then in school. All of a sudden, if I want to take um, a, a, a palm of ever, I'll have to support my two hands to like mold it together. And I was just like, my mom would just, if my mom wants to cry here, she can cry for the whole month. Nobody will stop her. Even several times, I felt like, oh God, why? Number one, we are just a middle or low class family living on the police salary with two elder sisters and a younger brother. Where are we going to start from? All these big operations and surgery, I know my dad cannot afford it. That I'm sure. My dad started running everywhere to uncles, aunties, brothers, sisters. You know, they were directing us some loot to General Hospital, Igbobi, to different hospitals out there in Lagos. From there, it got worse and one of the doctors now said, they think this, uh, this is a nerve problem. It's a severe case of paralysis. Then they said they have to refer us to Lutz, went the same scans, the same x-rays, no sign. The, the bones are still fine, but what is going on? So after that, my dad got a call to bring me back to the village. Then this is where the traditional people stepped in. You know, they did all sorts, you know, be hitting my legs with leaves are like needles and all that. Uh, every down now, before I could manage to even hold my two hands and take a bath. Now I cannot even use this one to just support this one. It's like my brain is telling me that I don't even have legs, I don't even have hands. That's to let you know whatever they were doing in the village was not working. Then my uncle suggested there's another doctor in Inewi, because I'm from Anambra State in Orifte. It was a big hospital, Dr. Chikeze. So we went to Dr. Chikeze. He specialized in acupuncture therapy. So he said I have to be in the hospital. They'll need to admit me for a month. So they did. We paid a huge sum of medical bills. Acupuncture therapy for starts, for those of us that don't really understand how that therapy works. 
they have to, my, my case was an extensive, they have to place needles in every part of my nerve. There's wiring markings everywhere. So for my hands, everywhere there's needles and they have to plug it to electricity. There's an electric connector between those needles and the wires. That's a pain of everybody's life. You can go through that. Going through that for one month, I said to myself, is this what it has come to? The pain in my head, I was thinking suicidal every second, every day, because to end the suffering was my only way, because I need to end that suffering. Along this line, my friend will call, my dad's um, orgasm will call him and say, take him to synagogue. Back then in school, he used to hold MPG in his pocket in school with the man of God's face. Every time we're in class, we're having lectures, he will put it beside his book. He will have it in his, in his, in his trousers. I will tell him, this is your babalao. He will not help you. You need to study. He will tell me, what do I know? To one extent, when we were discussing one day, we were supposed to go to night prep. He had to rush back to get that um, 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 MPG. I will okay. tell him. Just before you continue, so that we can enlighten the listeners and the viewers all over the world, what the brother meant by MPG means mouthpiece of God. Is the name tagged for the bulletin, a leaflet that is always given on weekly basis. That is what we call the MPG. So it's a bulletin, a leaflet, the word of God printed on a leaflet, given, handed out to you to maintain your salvation. That's what he meant by the mouthpiece of God. That's the MPG. Then one period, my dad now brought up the same topic that is OC. He said he should take me to synagogue. I said, is this not the same man that, because we are called Catholics in our family. For my grandfather, we are all called Catholics. We don't go to any other church than Catholic church. I said, daddy, this is the same man that my friend was calling me about. I said, ah, me, I'm not going to those kind of places, though. Even I want to go, the man should bab his beard. Maybe I'll consider. I was one of the people out there that, I don't, when, when you think of blaspheming, I was saying all sorts now about the man of God. I can even tell you, things I don't even know, I'll tell you I was there. They said it to my presence. He confessed to it. He will be telling me, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying. I should watch my mouth. I said, well, it comes to a point God showed me why I need him more. We've been everywhere for a year. They've taken me everywhere for a year. To the extent they were, amputation was an option on the table. The acupuncture therapy did not work. So at this point, I told my dad, let's go to synagogue. When we, when we moved back to Lagos from the village from Anambra State, I was sleeping, then I had this vision Man of God met me. He said I should get up and run. I was running. Then he gave me money. He helped me finances. When I woke up, I said to myself first that, hmm, look at yourself very well. Whether it's how to die, you think you should be thinking about other, other options. Then when I laid it to my mom, I said, mom, let's go. My mom brought it to my dad. They both started arguing that morning for no reason. The devil was just there, telling us, let them argue, and one person should vex and leave the house. At least we're not going there today. I said, oh, this is what my dad is doing, my mom is doing. Mommy, daddy, just drop me there and go. Just take me there and drop me and go. Okay, for more clarification, you said in that very dream, 
you were bedridden before you had that dream. Yeah. You were having this very problem of paralysis of the whole body. Yes. Okay, now, you say in that dream, you saw the man of God telling you, get up and run. And when you Absolutely. woke up, you told your mom the dream. Everybody was arguing that, are you here? How can that be possible? Is that correct? Yes. But when I was saying that to my mom, my mom already said to me that, man of God, according to Emmanuel TV, we are watching, even in South Korea. It's not even in Nigeria. I said, he said, do I'm not, am, I, am I sure? I said, I'm sure, let's go. He said, how can someone be in South Korea doing crusade and you're saying he met you today? It's not possible. I said, let's just go. They were arguing on our way to the synagogue. My dad started taking one way. My mom wanted to speak on the car, like, why are you driving recklessly this morning? My dad would say, are you the one on the wheel? Are you the one driving? Be a woman and keep quiet. My mom would say, lie, lie, oh. at least let's get there in one piece. Can you tell us what was going through your mind as a young man then? First thing first, I thought twice, I just have to give up. I was going to watch them closely when they were sleeping. Let me just even cut my brachial vein or something or stab myself. So when they wake up in the morning, they'll know, oh, okay, oh, let, we'll have to plan for a barrier because I have a younger brother. So I felt like, well, what, what is there to do? There was nothing else to do. You are talking to an unbeliever. I don't even want to even hear of any church out there if it's not me going to a normal Sunday mass, 8.30 and finish by 11 and come home. Okay, you had it in mind to take your life. Twice. 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 The world list up to you. My dad, my dad will have to, some, most of the time, he will have to change my hands to the wheelchair. Your dad had to change your two hands to the wheelchair? To the wheelchair. Because I knew definitely deep down he, he has his reasons, but he needs to understand my own reason as well. People look up to me. I, I'm kind of guy that, or a man that when I'm writing exams, I'm like first to finish because of the brilliancy. I want to quickly leave here and go to the next chapter. I always felt it was my doing. There was nothing you want to tell me. I always felt like you study hard, you have to get the best grade. Even me and teachers, I can tell a teacher that you cannot undermark me. Okay, now, to the glory of God, tell us when you were finally brought to the Synagogue Church of All Nations that very day, in that year, 2005, tell us what happened to you the moment the man of God came. When we got to the synagogue on the prayer line, my dad was driving a Pigeon 505 then. They rode me into the prayer line on the wheelchair. My mom and dad were screaming, man of God, help man of God. In my mind, too, I was already telling myself that maybe this is just an hallucination. This man of God might be deceiving himself. I'm not a case you can solve. In my mind, I was saying that to myself. I was second-guessing him while I was on the wheelchair, too. But another mind was still telling me that, hmm, this is your day. This is your day. Watch and see, this is your day. I will show you the same way I showed Moses in Exodus 33, verse 9 to 11. You will come face to face. When man of God came out, Prophet T.B. Joshua, immediately he had pity on me. Just looking at me, he had pity on me. Then he laid his hands from his legs. First of all, he laid, he laid his hands on my legs. Then it was like something was reconstructing my bones. I could feel not just, not just that I could feel life. 
I could still feel my bones was just like crack, crack, like tweaking. Like it, it was like I was ready to move a wall. Then he tapped my, 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 my extremities. He tapped it and that. Then I could feel like blood was rushing. It was just rushing to my legs. Now my hands was just shaking. Then he said I should stand up and walk. Then I stood up. I walked into the church. Then the service was finished. You know, I was able to meet him after the service. Then he still gave me money. I was like, if this man should only know what I've said, it would not be this nice to me. We collected the money. He said my mom should be used there to buy me provisions and as, as I'm, that they should watch and see what the, the healing will be permanent. Over a week, two weeks, I was now gaining my body. Every weight I've lost came back like overnight. It was like I'm being forced to take weight. I was eating properly, eating regularly. I, I had to get admission to another school in Lagos, Virtual Grammar School. Then I went back to SS2, then promoted to SS3, did my WAEC, then started going, pursuing university levels at A levels, at university levels. So when I, I'm fine, I'm now writing, holding pen, I can now eat a bar, I can mold, serve, everything. So I can now hold spoons. I was now feeding myself, no more wheelchair, no more crutches. I'm now fine. Shall we put then, our hands together beautifully for the miracle working God? <laughs> now, we just want to ask you a question, sir. Could you just demonstrate to us how your hands and your legs were then? And what really happened once again? Because people really want, want to understand. The moment the man of God came to you, what really happened the moment he was praying for you and the changes you have seen throughout your entire life after that wonderful healing? When I came to the synagogue, my hands were like this. I can't even move them backwards. It was just permanent this way, which is a severe case of paralysis. I couldn't even feel my hands to not talk about moving them or tweaking them like this. I couldn't even feel it. My legs the same way as well. And I wasn't eating properly. I was losing weight. You know, I was skinnier, getting skinny by the minute, by the day. So after the touch, what is the transformation you have seen? My hands was now, even from the video, you can see that life was us. I can now feel my hands. I can feel my legs. And if you put like a, a, a pin in my legs, I can feel it now. But back then, I wasn't. That means there was no life from downward down, from here downward. Okay, generally in your life, what has the Lord done after that miracle? Generally, this is 13 years ago. This is me standing. I tell people I am miracle. Whenever I go to, whenever I go to any conference, business meeting, whenever they are offering me a chair, I will tell them I want to stand. They were like, some of them would tell me, ah, uh, Mr. Kachi, sit down. I say no. If if only you can know where I'm coming from, you will stand 365 days in a year. The way I go to weddings now, the way I dance, if you see me dancing in a wedding, you feel like I'm the one giving, giving the person the highest money there. Because I dance to the glory of the Lord. Whenever I, I, I just... Now, after I finished school, I was fortunate to go to London. I schooled in London. I have 
I'm a businessman. I go back and forth to the United States, London, different countries, Thailand, Philippines, Cambodia, Lahos. I've been... Sometimes I sit in all these flights. Whenever I'm connecting flights from one country to another, Europe, Morocco, I say to myself, this is you, God. I can now, I'm flying, I'm, the way I'm watching from one duty free to another, you know, catching flights, doing, attending to my businesses. And whenever I come back to the country, I always still feel a void in my heart that I know coming to a cartoon, I live in Lekki now. I bought a house on the island. I, so I always feel this void that whenever me and my mom are having a good conversation on the phone, when she just mentioned, ah, the only thing remaining for you now, before my joy will be, let's come back to synagogue. I'll say, mommy, bye 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 bye, please. I'll talk to you tomorrow. There's always that blockage in me not coming to testify. But I know in every success, something is still missing. Is it the time? I kept asking myself, is it the time? But why create the time then? Why not create the time again now? Then I said to my mom the other day, I think I have listened. I want to come to synagogue. We know if we permit you, you have lots and lots of things to say. And we just want to ask you briefly, how old were you then? We know, how old were you then when you had this problem? I was 16. And uh, how old are you now? I'm 30. Okay, can you tell us, after that mighty transformation, healing, you have um, breakthrough has started flowing into your life, how many countries have you been privileged to travel to? 19 in total. 19 countries? Yeah. What's your marital status? Um, I'm married, I have a son. Uh, they both live in London. Okay, do you have any evidence to show us? Yeah, absolutely. It's all to the glory of God. This is a, a young man, 13 years ago, that was confined to the wheelchair. He couldn't walk, he couldn't do anything. And the only option that was coming through his mind, according to the suggestion of the devil, was to commit suicide. But today, he's hale and hearty. He has traveled to 19 different countries all over the world. Is married with a kid, as you can see the picture there. It's only Jesus Christ that can justly do it. Shall we put our hands together beautifully for the miracle working God? And finally, without much ado, we know you have a lot to say. Could you just give a word of advice based on your experience? Before now, you were castigating the ministry. This is not the house of God. The man of God is not a true man of God. Without knowing that at the end of the day, this is your last bus stop. Here you are today. What word of advice do you have for all who are listening to you? I've been a big campaign. I, the way I campaign for synagogue these days. The last Sunday I was here, I bought five of my friends. The ones that were, I said, we have to struggle and enter and sit down and listen to the sermon before we go anywhere. Because I'm now not just a fan. I was just fortunate that the man of God, Prophet T.B. Joshua, took time to meet me in my dream to pray with me, to listen to my cry. As he has sent his servants, all we need is just one miracle. Then 10,000 more will follow.
and this is me, 13 years, this is me, 30 years old. I'm still waxing stronger, and I'm back to tell the man of God, forgive me, and I can see you now. And the church is, when I came back, the church is looking bigger, amazing. The people are nice. Everywhere I go, the someone is in my car, the someone is in my, my handbag, everywhere. My money, water. I, 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 even when I'm traveling, this and that situation I had, when I was traveling, if I'm going to back to London, they normally take back my perfume. They take back every liquid in my handbag. I have to check it in. But I will leave the money water in my hand luggage, and it will pass through the immigration scan. It's like they're always blind. <laughs> Even I will not pick up my handbag and open it immediately. I will go straight to where my money water is. My money water is still there. And, but they are taking out my clothes up, my colognes, everything out. Why not this one? And I now say to myself, this is God. I'll keep traveling my money water like this from now on. Amen. So when I went to um, the same American embassy that was denying me visa in Nigeria here, when I went to London, now I found God. I was now praying my money water this time around. My friend was like, you have to pack every document to the embassy. I went for my interview. I said, I'm not taking any documents. All I have to take is my salmon, my bank statements, and that's it. So I put my salmon in front of my bank statement and everything. I called my number on the screen. I went to the, um, the, 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 the cube. There's this um, interview space there. In front, there's always two people, two people before you. The two people before me, I could see the lady denying them. The lady was telling them, sorry, I can't give you visa. Okay, I said, fine. It was now my turn. I've already said to myself, God of Prophet T.B. Joshua, I am here again. I know my request is always too much, but I'm here again. When I got to the counter, the lady changed shift. She had to change. She told me to hold on, that her clock at her time is out. Then she stood up. She left, a man now came to the counter. When the man came to the counter, the man said, he, he called my name, he said, how are you? I said, I'm fine. He said, oh, lovely day. I said, yeah. Then he said, okay, you've seen my uh, applications and all that. Um, is it okay for me to pick up my visa in three to five working days? I said, yes, of course it's okay. Then he left my interview, was now asking me about my course, how life has been. It was not like um, I should talk to him. Eventually, you were issued the visa. Shall we put our hands together beautifully for the miracle working God? Viewers all over the world, if you are watching, which I know I have a lot of friends out there, I just want to use this medium to say whatever situation, problems, health, be it marital issues, don't wallow in that problems. Don't nurse it. Don't give it time because you're thinking there's time. Seek the face of God. Come to a church. Be a part of the Emmanuel TV. Listen to the, the preacher, Prophet T.B. Joshua. Everything I will say it once again, it is well. Shall we clap for wonderful Jesus Christ? Thank you very much. We rejoice with you greatly. 
Church, good morning. My name is Grace Agudosi. I'm a mother of Onyekachi Agudosi. I'm from Anambra State. We reside in Lagos here. I don't have anything to say because you people watched the video, saw me crying, saw that my son was brought in with in wheelchair. I was begging the man of God to help me uh, touch my son, that that touch, Jesus is there. Jesus used man of God, senior prophet T.B. Joshua, to touch my son, and my son was healed instantly. I thank God. Shall we clap for wonderful Jesus Christ? Mama has said it all. My name is Bernard Agudosi. The world has seen what has already shown in the video here. It is not easy. It's only God knows that how the family, mostly me and my wife, we wait, wait what we went through all the time. Because as it has happened, that very fateful day, the kind tears that come to my eyes, you know, God has made it that the man of God that day will do wonders for the people to see that there's wonders in this life. We have tried all everywhere almost to lose hope, but God still said that there still be hope. Okay, in short, how do you feel now you see your son heal and hurt you have seen that it's uh, now seen he's already okay. There's nothing again. We have thanked God. We glorify God for that everywhere. Shall, shall we clap for so, wonderful Jesus Christ? So thank you very much. Emmanuel. My name is Lucky Ozoma. I really thank God for the life of my friend. I thank God for using Senior Prophetivisha to heal my friend, you know. When we are in school, it's, it's, not, a, it's not a small thing. When Kachi is a brilliant boy that, you know, he's a friend, he's a friend that we always just together, walk together, we jog together, we do things together, we eat together. All of a sudden, when this sickness starts happening, you know, uh, it pains me a lot because uh, when we will be together with other people, I'll be expecting him to be with us. You know, I won't see him around. I'll go and check him in the hostel. I'll talk to him, what was happening to you? We tell me ah, he's feeling pain or his leg, this one now. And I said, I was down. I was, I, was, I was not happy. Then later on, when he was trying to say, ah, he wants to go home, he wants to go home. So I have to back him to the, to, to the park where he brought the bus down to Lagos. So when I also come to Lagos, I met him. I was still seeing him down. I was like, ah, Winka, come, you need to go to church. You need to come to synagogue. So ah, one of God can pray for you. But I see that time, he's not really believing man of God. He's not believed what is happening here. But all of a sudden, I was surprised one Sunday when I see him come to church. A man of God prayed for him. Now he can walk. You can see him now. He's okay. How do you feel now? I'm, I'm very, very happy now. Give glory to God. Shall we clap for wonderful Jesus Christ? So, Mr. Onyeka, we rejoice with you and the entire family for what the Lord Jesus Christ has done in your life and also bring broad joy to the entire family. We believe... Better is not good enough. The best is yet to come. As you go and maintain your relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray your miracle and your breakthrough remain permanent in Jesus' name. Amen. Shall we put our hands together beautifully for the miracle-working God?
Téléspectateurs, nous venons toujours d'entendre l'extraordinaire témoignage de cet homme, euh, accompagné de sa famille. Il dit qu'il voilà, était incapable de marcher, il utilisait un fauteuil roulant, il dit qu'il était âgé de 16 ans à l'époque. Et là, aujourd'hui, 14 ans après, il est là aujourd'hui pour partager son témoignage. Il dit qu'en 2012, il commençait à perdre l'appétit, à s'affaiblir, il commençait à même à arrêter l'école à cause de ce problème. Il dit qu'il voilà, se retrouva incapable de marcher, que même ses amis devaient le porter sur son dos. Il dit qu'il crut que c'était un problème pas sérieux, mais un beau jour, il se réveilla par et se retrouva sur un fauteuil roulant et il avait perdu toute sensation dans son corps. Il dit qu'il est parti dans plusieurs hôpitaux, mais pas de solution pour lui. Il a fait plusieurs de sessions d'acupuncture où il recevait des chocs électriques. Il dit que c'était tellement douloureux qu'il a essayé de mettre fin à sa vie. Il dit qu'un ami l'encouragea de venir à la synagogue église de toutes les nations, mais il refusa. Mais un beau jour, il a fait un rêve où il a vu le prophète Tibi Joshua et c'est là qu'il décida de venir ici. Mais il dit qu'avant de venir, les docteurs ont dit qu'il devait amputer sa jambe. Il dit qu'il avait perdu tout espoir. Il a pris un couteau et essaya de se suicider, mais son père l'arrêta et devait toujours enchaîner sa main au fauteuil roulante. Il dit quand il est venu ici, le prophète Tibi Joshua pria pour lui au nom de Jésus-Christ. Tous ses os s'est mis à craquer. Il dit tous ses membres se remettent en place. Il s'est mis à marcher. Il fut surpris de voir la puissance guérissante de Dieu. Il dit qu'il fut régénéré, restauré. Aujourd'hui, il peut manger, écrire. Il dit qu'il est même marié. Il a un fils. Il dit qu'aujourd'hui, il est un homme d'affaires faisant le tour du monde. Il rend gloire à Dieu, même sa famille, sa maman et son père rend gloire à Dieu d'avoir restauré sa vie. Téléspectateurs, applaudissons pour notre Seigneur Jésus-Christ. Escuchamos el maravilloso testimonio de este hombre que viene a testificar la gloria de Dios luego de 13 años de haber recibido su milagro, su sanidad, que como vemos en pantalla, él asistió a la sinagoga iglesia de todas las naciones cuando él tenía 16 años de edad con un problema de espasmos musculares. Como vemos aquí en pantalla, él estaba en una silla de ruedas, él no podía caminar, estaba totalmente inhabilitado para caminar y él nos comenta de que tiene una parálisis en el cuerpo. También nos comenta de que un tío le había recomendado hacerse una amputación y que también le habían dado como acupuntura una sugerencia para que él pudiera realizarse a causa de esta espasmos musculares. Nos comenta de que él no sentía su cuerpo, él no sentía el tacto a causa de esta enfermedad y él tenía que estar en silla de ruedas. Esto lo perjudicó en los estudios, lo perjudicó socialmente. Y él nos comenta de que luego de venir a la sinagoga iglesia de todas las naciones, como vemos aquí en pantalla, el hombre de Dios, el profeta Tibiosha, ministró sanidad en su vida. Y como vemos, él se levantó de la silla de ruedas, comenzó a caminar para la gloria de Dios y luego de 13 años viene aquí a testificar que él es un hombre de negocios, que él ha tenido éxito, que ahora es un hombre de progreso luego de recibir el toque del profeta Tibiosha. Le damos la gloria a Jesucristo, espectador, manténgase conectado.